There are 40 rules all shrewd boys must learn before the age of five. Learn your rules. You better learn your rules. If you don't, you'll be eaten in your sleep. <laughs> Drew's team's bad. Drew's team's bad. <laughs> he might tell you no, but he's starting Bobby Trees. Rawr! Okay, here's the thing, bud. Okay, first of all, welcome back. I'm the weasel. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, learn. <laughs> yeah, he'll be in his sleep soon, but I'm the snake. I, I'm the weasel, I'm bud. The yeah, I'm there's the only one weasel, and it's me. I'm gonna tell you something, everybody. What I, I you know what? I work at two eleven. I'm a working man. It's twelve oh four p.m. on a um no twelve oh four a.m. Try again. There it is. Twelve four a.m. Friday morning. Sure. Uh, we just finished watching the Cincinnati. Um. Bengals, bud. The Cincinnati Bengals versus the Dolphins game. Yo, rip two. I hope he's okay. Um, and I walked into the house after getting home at, from work at 11 o'clock. And the first thing is not an hello from my snake. It is. First of all, Cap, it was a hello. <laughs> and, and we did little handshakes, but it's okay. Move yeah, on. Yeah. He says to me, your team is garbage. Uh, okay. The word was trash. but I mean. Just some casual banter. I live in a Some casual banter. Okay. You know? Yeah, some casual banter. And then and I had to remind my snake, my dearest snake, that I just made him TikTok dance. And I am undefeated, untied, you know, can't be beaten right now. Because of luck. <laughs> <laughs> you have the least points for and the seventh most points. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Keep going. Keep going. Rewind. You have the least points against against you, and you have the seventh bottom half of the league most points for. How can you sit there and tell me that that that, that is not luck that you're, that you're three and zero? A team that is successful, regardless of their successfulness, has to be respected as being successful. Yes, maybe it is more luck driven that they're there, but you can't tell the six and seven Ryan Buser championship team that that team wasn't one of the best teams in the mix because it won the chip. He also had, I'm pretty sure, like top four or top five in points for. So just wanted to put that out there. Just wanted to put that right. out there. Okay, whatever. Uh, anyway, back to what my point is saying. Sure, back to Is that... Point. Oh, my God. You just interrupted me. I'm point. sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not, anyway, that isn't even get my start. His reasoning to the reason why my team is trash just doesn't make any comprehensible sense. He goes, I just can't get over your wide receivers. My wide receiver core consists of the eighth best wide receiver, which is better than any of his wide receivers. Okay, who is it? Say the name. Hollywood Brown. Hollywood okay, Brown is the great. eighth rigged receiver in fantasy right now. None of his wide receivers fit in the top ten. Not even quality enough for that. Okay. But hold on. Let me say, say the can, names, bro. They matter. They matter. Marky, you're coming. Marquise Brown and Jamar Chase. Move on. Go. Next point. That's not, but that's what, that's what I'm trying to say is that not every player that who's being – I'm just trying to talk about what you think is trash and what is not trash. You can't look in the mirror and say my wide receivers are the wide receiver 35 and the – or sorry, the wide receiver 13 and the wide receiver 40 and then look at my wide receivers and say my wide receivers are the wide receiver 8 and the wide receiver 65 and say, yeah, my wide receivers are leaps and bounds better than yours. We roughly rank in the same category. Wide receiver 40 and wide receiver 65 if you think that they're leaps and bounds different they're not and the same thing with the wide receiver 13 in jamar chase and the wide receiver 8 in hollywood brown that's not far off either so for you to sit here 
and say, I can't get over your wide receivers. They're just trash. When my wide receivers are putting up the same numbers, roughly. Question. I'm not done. Roughly, <laughs> as, as, your, as your wide receivers. So how can that be even possible? Because right. it doesn't can make any sense. Question? Can I ask my question? Ask me the question. Okay, okay. So, so you have Hollywood Brown. and, and Hollywood! Then, yeah, sure. And then let's, let's say we want to go Lazard or Bobby Trees. It doesn't matter. You can choose. Sure. Okay. So at the end of the season, who do you think has more points combined? Hollywood Brown and Bobby Trees, yeah, or Jamar Chase and DK Metcalf. <sighs> truly, truly, who who do you truly think will have more points at the end of the year combined? I mean, yeah, I'd have to give the edge to you. So, and and see and and see, like I'm not saying that's why I'm right, but that's that's why I'm saying that. That that is my point. I'm no. not saying I'm right because there's no way to know I'm right. And what my point is, I'm not like going off of the last three weeks because it like everything you're saying is valid if we're only talking about what's happened in the last three weeks. Or we're um, talking I'm, about what's happened so far in the current season that we're in. No, no, oh. we are, we are. So, 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 and, and like I said before, you know, trash was harsh. Trash was harsh. Your yeah. team is not trash. Yeah, I'm, I'm, your wide receivers yeah, are right. not trash. Yeah. They're not trash. The that being said, though. doesn't know what he's talking about, everyone. Okay, I, I'm not going to do it right now, but if, if I went through the entire league and went through everyone's like like two receivers, I guarantee you're in the bottom four. I, I would bet money you're in That's the bottom four. That's just your opinion. No. Bro, okay. Like, um, you know what? Honestly, yeah. J- just give me one second. I need to ask a counter question. Sure. I want you to also say how many people have wide receiver – have two wide receiver ones starting at the same time for their teams. So, like, for instance, like, I have Alan Lazard, wide receiver one for the Packers. I have Robert Woods, wide receiver one for the Titans. I have Marquise Brown, wide receiver one for the Cardinals. I want you to also say that these guys that you're saying that are better than me, I want you to tell me if they're wide receiver ones on their team. Okay, okay, okay well, let's go through it. Me, DK, and Jamar, both the ones. Yes, both the ones. Um, Buse has AJ Brown, Cortland Sutton. You know, Cortland Sutton, and, um, I think is the one, but I, but I won't. Who do you want more, Judy or Sutton? Who would you want more? Sutton, probably. I'm a Judy probably. guy. Uh, okay, moving on to the next. Um, Bodie has Pittman and Amon Ross St. Brown. Better than yours, and they're both ones. In, in, in my opinion, in my opinion. Matt, okay, or, or, or Z, like like Z has Cup and, and Devonta Smith. See, I'll give you that because Devonta Smith's not the one. Right. Um, Proc Waddle's not the one. Lock's not the one. Um, we got Matt with Tyreek and Debo studs. Yeah, both ones. So three so far. Um, Jake with Jefferson and Cooks, both ones. Um, you have Teddy with Deontay Johnson and Diggs, both ones. Nick with Devonta Adams and Evans, both ones. Um, Brandon with Ceedee Lamb and McLaurin, both ones. Right, I'm right there. I'm doing the same thing. My guys just aren't producing as much as the other people's. Oh, okay, but, but, but like, like, just because they're all wide receiver ones, um, like on their teams, it does not mean that's quality. Does not mean that. But the ceiling that we, you're saying my wide receivers can't produce is just simply not true because they have the ceiling to produce that. They're all wide receiver ones on their team. No, but but, but like just because the wide receiver ones doesn't mean they all have good ceilings. It comes down to quarterbacks and usage and other weapons and how good the team is and game scripts. Like 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 it's like just because they're all wide receiver ones doesn't mean they're great. But the wide the wide receiver but not there's only like six good quarterbacks. Everybody else is getting thrown to by a shitty quarterback anyway. 
Bro, bro, but, but, but like my point is like, yeah, Brandon Cooks counts as wide receiver one. He does, but Brandon Cooks is on is like every other almost every other wide receiver I, I said is on a different stratosphere than Brandon Cooks. Like like Hollywood Brown, I know he's he's playing well. Hollywood Brown is not on the same level as Cooper Cup and Jay Jetta. Like, well, like just because wide receiver you just compared you just compared Hollywood to the best two wide receivers in the past. Three years. No, because that's my point. Is because just because they're wide receiver, yeah, yeah. Marquise Brown is Marquise Brown's going to be nothing like Megatron, and Marquise Brown's going to be nothing like Randy. No, of course not. Yeah, I'm disproving your point because (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Who's the best two wide receivers? that you can choose from just because just because they're the wide receiver one for their team. Is that's not guaranteed? And I don't think Jamar Chase or DK could beat Cooper Cup. I don't think so. And you say that that's Jamar- fine, but, but I, I think the so guy, you, I think those guys like like at least Jamar is is, is way higher than, you can't than Hollywood see, he's Brown. He's only been in the league one year. How can you tell me that he can be a Cooper Cup status after being in the league for one year? But because in one year he's had a better year than Marquise has had in four years in the league. In four years in the league, he, like his season last year is better than any season Marquise Brown's had. Any season, I'm just saying. Like you know, and and so in a second year in the league, but like. Like he's he's not. I mean, I know I'm, I'm a big sophomore slump guy, but like, so like I just I like, and maybe I'm like this is all guessing because there's no way to know. But barring injuries, bro, I would bet a lot of money that Jamar Chase ends the season as the higher fantasy receiver than Hollywood Brown. I would I would bet a hundred dollars right now. If Hollywood Brown was to remain the wide receiver one on his team for all 16 games, I'd make the bet with you. I I know it, it, it's tough with Hollywood Brown because of D Hop and Rondale Moore, right. which I guess could put me in another category of worrying about my wide receivers because my what yeah, but, see, but as like, of right now with the situation i don't think my wide receivers are bad i don't think it's a worry for my team they i, I think they haven't been bad right that's not what you say but you've that's only, you right only said my wide receivers have been trash but anyway what no trying, i said this in the beginning i said if we're looking at the first three weeks everything you said was right i said that i said that we can run back the pot i'll, I'll play the tape in the first three weeks of the season what, like your wide receivers, I shouldn't even say receivers plural. Your wide Hollywood Brown has not been bad. Crack it to make sure it's authentic. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, so your your one and and honestly, I think it even still contributes to my point because yeah, your one wide receiver has been top ten. That that being said though, I mean like you know, Lazard and and Bobby Woods and all these guys under him, like I just don't like. And 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 this is also another conversation we had before the pod. Is that I'm like I think depth is a, is a real um, <coughs> is a real factor in this too, and I don't think you have depth. Because like I'm, I I I like the strategy <coughs> of picking those handcuffs in Madison and and Chuba. Did you drop Chuba? No, I saw. <coughs> Even though I've been de- debating it because when Christian McCaffrey was showing about getting hurt. Chuba didn't pick up any average points per carry. Yeah. The other guys. Whoa, uh, I, I, was it Foreman? <laughs> I don't even, I think it is Foreman. I think Foreman's there. So I was, I was actually debating on, I mean, if anybody listening to the pod wants to go pick up Foreman, go ahead, because I'm not going to do it. But I was debating on dropping Chuba and picking up Foreman because I feel like that's going to be the better RB, like that's going to be the RB2 if CMC goes down. But True. I just was not confident because, you know, in the past, like, Chuba's always seen like the guy. It seems crazy to say, say like, you're going to be our guy the past three years, but this guy, we're going to choose somebody else. Well, but, but like, um, I remember when we were having a discussion with the commission about this before the season, um, like, Chuba didn't really play well when he came in. The, the, the backup when he was with Carolina that was good was Mike Davis. He was the one that kind of popped off. But, but I mean, we're, we're getting away from the point. I mean, like, your strategy of picking the, the, the handcuffs for running backs you don't have, like, I get it. And, and it's like, if one of those guys go down, you're golden. But I think that, like... Having those guys takes up two bench spots of guys that like 
aren't playable guys right now. So, so, so I think like in terms of like um, your whole team, which, which will bring you back to the beginning. Well, like I walked back the trash thing because your team's not trash. It's not trash, but I, 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 back. I, I, I like I think the whole thing is that like your depth's going to be a problem and your receiver is going to be a problem. The, that, that's, my one, that's my, my one counter argument is this. Okay, is that I think the handcuffs are better beneficial to me because when they do get hurt. Right in anticipation that they do, I think it does open up a field of opportunities for trades. I've already talked to people about trading with Madison, you know, like, and that's a guy that I was never going to start on my team unless he gets hurt. So if he never plays and people are willing to trade for him now, that's so much value for a bench spot. I I think so. Like Bodie, right? You know, like it'd be stupid of me not to reach out to Bodie and say like, hey, like, what are you going to throw me for Madison because he got Dalvin Cook? You know, like let me give you that handcuff. You know, no, that's fair. I think there's so much more value than with that than there is being like, hey, let me give you my bench receiver that have, has averaged nine points. No, that's fair. Because people are going to want to trade with those assets that could that could average. 15 points 16 points a game in the future if the right things happen so that's why i chose him for that beneficiary because like b was like maybe he wants to talk about chuba you know like that was just me and why i was doing it and like i really think that cmc and dalvin cook will, will at least miss one game this year which, which is fair but but i like like i feel like the returns i get what you're saying, the, and, what you're saying. And, and, and like I'm, I'm just looking at your bench now and and, and this isn't even me like shit talking your team like this is i just I'm, i want to go through it like like on your bench like like with like starting with ramondre I, like ramondre's solid i like ramondre coming off the bench so, so i'm gonna I'll pass over him but as bye week start i think you're gonna be in a little bit of trouble you have madison as a backup you have new orleans d on your bench you have paris campbell question mark Noah Brown's been okay, so, so so I'm not about to sit here and say that that's bad. So maybe, maybe that could oh my god, I do a Foreman. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you dropped Chuba and picked up Foreman. I knew that. Yeah, I definitely fucking knew that. Yeah, yeah, and I have Piran. I just have handcuffs to everybody. Yeah, see, so so like that's why I think it's a little scary for you. Where it's like I think you're gonna have to make a, a, a decision when these bye weeks are starting next week. And I have to say this is I I chose this because I didn't want to have to spend my fab on those running backs. So my theory is this. Also, on a side on a side note, is if Dalvin Cook goes down, even if Dalvin Cook goes down one week, okay, I'm I'm gonna be spending ten bucks on Madison to to get that fab, like minimum, okay. So I mean, why he probably go for even more? Right, right. Even if it's for one week, but that's just telling you how much I would drop on him. So like, if I'm gonna be dropping over fifty dollars worth of fab on just my bench right now, my current bench would be spent over fifty dollars in fab. I that's the, like another reason why why I ch- I choose them like like th- there's a reason why they're so valuable so to avoid having to pay that money and having to having to like go through the auction and maybe not even getting them I wanted to avoid that and just outright have them on my team and I get what you're saying it takes away the possible you know rookie picks that I could have had in the draft and, and, the, and it's the, not it's, it, it's not even that though it, it, it's like, like injuries are random and and you can't. Like really plan for them. You know what you can plan for though? Bye weeks. Yes. Bye weeks are coming, and, and I think like I get the strategy, but like I we'll like, see. I just want you know we'll I, I we'll like, see. Like, like, like I'll ask you this. Like on Eckler's bye week, who used to? Uh, okay, Ramondre. Okay, fair, 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 fair. So so let's say one of your or like two receivers are on bye. Like like who are you gonna start? Um, Ramondre at your flex, and maybe so who else? And then somebody I'm picking off waivers. Fair. See, you know, that's and like, fair. I think and, it's a tough and, position and, to be in. And I. It, and that's where I'm low-key blessed because I, I, I low-key can f- play with that fire because when you're 3-0, and let's say I win this week, I'm 4-0. Or if I'm even like 4-1, and 
you know? Maybe I, cushioning. I, I have that cushion, you know? I, I can I can say, you know, fuck it. I'm going to keep these handcuffs just in case the guy pops off because I can afford the L. I can afford to pick up the shit of your fucking wide receiver. Obviously, that's not why I was choosing the draft then because no one can predict what the record would be. But as I sit right now, I probably still won't drop them because I'm sitting so well. You're, I'm telling you, you're gonna like you're gonna have, especially with, with like like the, the biggest part of this we haven't even talked about yet is like Elijah Mitchell on the IR. That, that's the biggest part of this whole thing. Because if Elijah Mitchell's there, th- then you have like like him at your flex, and then you have you have Ramondre, you have like then you have more receiver depth. Yeah. You know, so, so like I'm 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 really just harping on the bye week thing. I just think you're gonna be in a lot of trouble in the bye week. Bye week comes, and then the week after bye week, Elijah Mitchell comes back. I mean, is he like definitely coming back after? Like, I I well, really don't. They know. said a month and a half to two months for his rec- his recovery. Fair. Now, that was week one. Two months to recover. It's been what three weeks since then. Right. Well, I think what what's our four weeks? Something like that. Three or four weeks. Weeks. Yeah. Um. So what? Are we back in what? That, uh, that's week seven. Of- week seven. Week seven. Week eight. And bye weeks don't start till week six. So I'm, like, I mean, if it's two months, though, doesn't that put that at week nine? It is what four weeks in, in a month. Week mm-hmm. nine. Gets a little scary. That's true. Gets a, like I, I gets a little scary. But that's what I'm trying to say again. Like it gets scary for a person that's one and two, two and two. You know, who's I'm. I have that cushion, and I'm not gonna try to sit here and say I'm gonna try to take advantage of being three and zero. But I'm trying to say is you can hold on to handcuffs, and you don't have to make moves on waivers as much because your team is successful. You don't have to waste. Yeah, as you, much. you have the cushion till you don't. That's all I'll say. You have the cushion till you don't. But I have the cushion till I don't, and you know. I think that's a great rolling way into um, the previous. Yeah, um, week, the pre- three. week three, and it was a great week. It said I was a great week. If I do say so myself, I played the commish hashtag fuck abuse. <laughs> you know what? Like it talked me is like I, I, I thought I did think it would be funny to see abuse lose, which he did, but like I just didn't want to speak to you, unfortunately. Yeah, but sorry, you got man. it done. Yeah, I mean, let's just talk about it real quick. While my Score, phone is just you, taking absolutely forever to load up. Um. Here. Well, so, so you had one twenty eight. Uh, the commission 99. Oh, the curse of the unfinished business. No one has touched 100 yet bro. against me. D- bro, yeah. And like, two teams have scored 99. You literally have the least points against in the entire league. It pisses me the fuck off. Oh, by far. So Everybody's much. in like the mid 300s to 400s. I have like two. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know, second to last Nick, and you're both 3 0. It's so fucking ridiculous. Well, Not like, our problems. With, with, with Nick's fucking ass running backs and your ass receivers, you guys are sitting at the you top. I think it's my problem. It's not. Yeah, just wait. I put up oh, one. Tw- I put up one twenty eight last week. That's time very. Elijah that- Mitchell's coming back, bud. Eight weeks. So good luck. But all right, all right, this week, this week, go through it, go through it. I'm done talking about that. Um, I put one twenty eight. Very happy with my team because that's the highest they've scored. Little side note: I went from like ninety five to one eighteen, now to one twenty eight. So I love the progression of my team. It's almost like it's the climb. It's the climb. <laughs> yeah, unfinished business. The climb. They're they're synonyms. They're the same thing. Put them on the back of the shirts. I don't care what you do with them. Sure. But let's talk about my team real quick. And low-key, what really made the difference is Mark Andrews in the tight end spot, bro. He had a 30-bomb, two tutties, bro. Dude, I love him so much. <laughs> He's so great to have on my team. It's nice to have some of the tight end like that just a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hollywood Brown did his too. I mean, his wide receiver one was A.J. Brown, and he scored 20. Hollywood got 30. So, like... It was pretty close, but th- I mean, those two positions really was what outdid me. Everything else really was a push. I mean, running backs scored pretty much the same. I mean, Kyler Murray did ass. He had Russell Wilson, who did fucking ass too. Defenses both put up five and six. Like, it was just those two positions that really gave me the edge and just like little things throughout the 
whole game. Well, it was funny because like Andrews had 19 more than Ertz, um, and then uh, Hollywood Brown had 10 more than um, AJ Brown, and you won by 30. That was that was that's, that was the tail of the tape right there. Right there. Yeah. Well, because if like if you look across the board at Abuse's team, it like. Everyone did okay, and that was the problem. I mean, like, Russell Wilson has just been abysmal. That was a terrible 11-10 game against the Bears, nine points. I mean, McCaffrey with 14, like, that's our, that's okay, but also he's fucking hurt again. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. with 11, with a fumble. I mean, Brown had 20, Sutton had 17. Other than that, like, just mediocre across the board. I mean, his board, lowest you know? scoring player, if you take out the kicker and the defense, was Michael Thomas with 9.9, which you can't even really get my, I mean, he had Ross that had 9.8. Yeah. I mean, it's really, really shitty when your quarterback can't produce big numbers. It's really tough on your team. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely the QB thing. I feel like every guy did, like – what in some weeks would be a bare minimum for, for like for that for someone to win. But like that being said, you have to have a couple guys pop off while the other guys do what they did for him this week. But like like 11, 12, 13, 14, like that's great, but like like unless you face someone that's on a down week, you, you gotta have like multiple twenty bombs, a thirty bomb. Like 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 you have to have big scores because like double like barely over double digits is not gonna be able to do it. I have a, I have a question for you. How many points does your team need to score for you to look at your team and say I had a good week. How many points do you need to score? 115. 115 or above. Okay. Yeah, but because, I mean, like, if you look across the board, I mean, I feel like this year there's been a little weird for fantasy. Like, and this week especially, like, like, um, like, I, I'm, like I had, like, 140s this week, and, 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 like, that was the best this week, and some weeks that would have been, like, four or five. you fucking scored 78 last week and then jumped to 140. I would have beat no one last week, and I would have beat everyone this week. It's ridiculous. But, 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 like, I think the point scoring, like, this year has been, like, a little lower, but, I mean, like, this year more than any – like I just think one twelve or, or, or like one fifteen, one sixteen week to week is like is like serviceable to get in. I'm, I mean, like in terms of like like good enough to the point where like I don't even mind if I lose. That's like one thirty five, one forty. Well, like if I can put up one thirty five and lose, it's like you know what? What am I gonna do? Yeah, okay. at that point, that's yeah, fair. But you know, you know, like how about you? Like, what are your two levels? Like, what's your like? Okay, that's a good week. And then what's your like? Okay, like I don't. It's, it sucks that I lost, but who cares? I'm not gonna lie. I think if I got below. A 125, and my team lost. I'd be like, my team should have done better. Fair. Um, and I, I just have to say, around the board, 125. Like, if I got over 125 and I lost, I'd be happy. I'd yeah. be, I think it's a good week. And if I just scored like 125, period, I think that's where I'd be happy. I think 115, I wouldn't be happy. You know what? I'm even looking at this week. Like 125 beats every team but three teams, I believe. Yeah. So I mean, like even that right there, like that's like, like like that's a top four team in the league. So yeah, so I think it's pretty valid, and I think it, it could be for both. But yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, so so you won, Buse lost. Let's move to mine. Yeah, side note, Buse is only three. Fuck the commission. Um, True. Yo, there was something in the chat I wanted to bring up, and I was gonna say fuck the commission again, but I didn't say it because I, I wanted to be nice. Was it something with like the where where the commission put in like the points against and points for for everyone and the records against everyone? That was cool. Yeah, yeah, the, the commissioner are doing a new thing where he adds some things like each week he shows like overall who has the, the, the most points for and against, which I know they do that on the app, but like we have this massive spreadsheet we use, so it's nice nice on that. Then he added like what your record would have been week by week in each team. So like well, like we mentioned, this week I had the most points, so I I was 11-0 and 0 in, like on this spreadsheet. Last week I had the, the – the least amount of wins. Oh, so yeah. 11. This is what it was. Buse moves up in the finals projections after losing three straight. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yo, he's definitely cooking the books so he's not protected last. Fuck Bro. these. <laughs> Honestly, it, it, it's fucked. Because, like, he, like, what is he now? He's probably, like, ninth or something now. So, so like, like was he behind Z last week? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and, and but then like Z had 124, so Z got jumped. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I thought I when I, I literally know. read that I was like, yeah, the commission's collusion. Yeah, committee. <laughs> the com- yeah, another reason yeah, that wouldn't have happened with the committee. <laughs> All right, so, so um, I faced Z this week, which like I ended up winning, and then like I had a good week. But like that being said, like Z had 124, and you know like we just talked about that conversation where like if you have 125, like in that kind of range, like okay, that's a good week. Like his team di- didn't do terrible. Yeah, it, it's it's really tough to. It's really tough in his situation because you're 0-3. You just put up the best numbers you have at 124, and you lost. It's, it's like, tough to put up 125 and lose. I know. It's dude. It's like playing your best football game and you still and you still lose the game. You can't get mad because you played your best one. Like I I can't get mad at his team. The, like obviously the Montgomery fire is just the fire. Well, 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 <laughs> he got hurt, and and like that's the craziest thing is that he has Khalil Herbert on his bench who had 31. If he starts Khalil Her- Herbert over David Montgomery, he wins. Well, I mean, if, he if Montgomery that, doesn't but. get hurt, obviously he wouldn't. You know, if Montgomery didn't he get hurt. Then, right. But now going forward, I think that just showed promise to his team that, you know, he does have the backup, he does have the handcuff, so I don't think his team drops down yeah, well, for, yeah, in we'll that see. position. Yeah, Here's my question to you, the caddy. He's been pretty all over the place in the first three weeks. He went from let me pull it up. He went from twenty three to four back to twenty three. What do you think he does week four? Uh, I'm gonna go like like he's playing Cleveland. I'm gonna go twelve. I think. But like, I don't think it's as bad as week two. But like I don't know. I, I mean, what like it, this might be one of those things that reminds me of like when we talked about Todd Gurley the year he popped off with the Falcons. Actually, um, was that like one of these weeks is gonna end? And I'm I'm gonna keep saying that. But like if he if he puts up like. Like more points again, not just this week, but next week too, because that that week two one is holding him down for me. I just don't think he like continues to do it. Like, like I just don't think he continues. To How do many that. weeks until you say he finishes it out? And I think it's the same question with your running back, James Robinson. Fair, fair, uh, but but I mean the caddy's also thirty plus, and James Robinson is like a third year guy. But yeah, I, I agree. But so how many? Okay, let's just talk about caddy then. How many games do you think he has to be consistent with? 18 plus for you to say caddies definitely a legitimate rb2 like in in the next in the next five weeks in the next five weeks if, if he goes 18 plus three out of those five times i'll be like okay then, then i'm in then, then i'm in because that means that like well like five out of the eight, five out of the eight weeks he has 18 plus i mean like like you know I, like i'm not gonna say he's, he's never gonna just never gonna stop but at that point i'd be like all right like I mean, like he's here, like like he's 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 stabilized. That 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 would be eight weeks um, of him doing eighteen eighteen plus um, like an over half the time. So. I agree, and you know what? I'm gonna even take a better move to that with with Murph just saying that. And I think Z's team has so much potential. Looking at it right now, I think when you put her Herbert up there taking out Montgomery, let's just say he averages eighteen points, and let's say um, the caddy can do the same. His RBs are set. You got Herbert and you got the caddy averaging 18. You got Cup, who's the best wide receiver in football. That's set. And then he can choose between Devontae Smith and Jerry Judy as his wide receiver too, which are both studs. And then you got Dawson Knox in Buffalo. And yeah, like, he's not doing great, but he was on my team last year. He did great things last year. You never know. His ceiling is high because he has Josh Allen, who can literally throw for 60 points in a, in a week. Like sixty, like t- like sixty, like actual points in a football game, and throw three touchdowns to whoever he wants, and then he's got Cam Akers in his flex. You know, like 
He had the touchdown this week. I mean, well, I think he had a fumble too. I mean, so like he went from zero week one from eight to ten. I mean, it's good. But I mean, I'm, like I have to roll back to Herbert um, because like I know that he had 30 this week. But like the Bears are such a bad football team. Yeah. Going to be playing from behind a lot. I mean, like, like he's gonna get the rock. I mean, like, he gets the, maybe he gets in the passing game a little bit too. But like, I, I can't pencil that in right now. And I think the, the the caddy has to be a little more consistent. You know, I mean, I'm in on the receivers. I mean, cup is cup. Um, I, I think Devonte Smith, like, like a, a little inconsistent. Um, I, I mean, um, week one was not great. He had zero. Then he had bumped it to fifteen. And then he bumped it to thirty. But th- that's like a fifteen point swing in two weeks. Yeah. So, so it's like, I'm like, like go birds. Like I loved, I, I loved Devonta Smith. But like, was Z's team like definitely some more signs of hope? But like, I'm just still out. I think he has the worst team still. I I have to, I still think he does, but I do see hope within. But unlike two weeks ago, I saw no hope with him. Yeah. I do have to say one side note on Z's team. Z, if you're listening, start Richie James this week, bro, for the Giants. Sterling Shepard tore his ACL. Fucking Kenny Galladay isn't moving, and Kadarius Tony is literally in a sophomore slump. Well, but but he's gonna start him over Cam Akers though. In his I'm telling you, Z, start Richie James. He's gonna see the ball 12 times this week. I'm telling you, he's no. he's the only wide receiver that is going to be able to get open. And he's going to see the target so much because I, I just see it. I just see it. That's just me. That sounds see, like start uh, Richie James, bro. That's picking with emotion. Um, all right, so I fucking won, so I'd like to talk about my team. Then <laughs> enough about Z's fucking trash ass team. I can't yeah, go through your team. Yeah, I feel like I've been talking a lot. Go ahead. All right. Um, so I, I started Kirky this week because you know Rip Trey Lance. Um, he did okay. You know, um, like like eight, like eighteen from from my quarterback. Like that. Like over fifteen makes me happy for my QB. That's for cool. me, like that, that's eighteen for me. I need eighteen or more every week. Okay. Because fifteen, I'm like that's I need more. You know, eighteen like it's just the bare minimum. You know, like, like two sixty two tutties, whatever. Um, what's interesting this week is I had the most points for and 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 I and I won by twenty, but then my gems, Jonathan Taylor, first pick in the draft, twelve. And then Jamar with twelve point seven. Danny Chase. Um, and then, um, like, and even tonight, we have a little bit of benefit of already seeing what Jamar did. He had twelve point one tonight, and and like he had seven before he had that like thirty yard catch in the fourth quarter. So there's two weeks in a row for Jamar. You know, down so, weeks if you say. Yeah, I mean, uh, down weeks for sure. I mean, he's hanging out outside the the top ten at thirteen right now. Um, and then I mean, tonight it was almost kind of troubling to see how much like Boyd and Higgins got the ball. So I mean. Um, and like I don't like last year took a little a, a little bit for Jamar to like explode too, but like I'm just I'm a little I'm you know obviously yeah, gonna be nervous. I mean I'm, I'm, I got him. With You're the a big guy with a sophomore slump. You say that I've said that all I've said that like forever, and like I love Jamar. I got him with the six, but like obviously I need more. That being said though, James Robinson, a pleasant surprise. Pleasant surprise. He's running back three. The consistency's been there. Twenty. Yo, talk 15. about Jacksonville, bro. Bro, I love Jacksonville. <laughs> I love Jacksonville. I mean, they're facing the birds this week. You know, go birds. Go Fuck birds. Jacksonville. That being said, though, like Jacksonville, like looks like 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 right now. I mean, obviously it's only week three, so I'm not going to make any promises or predictions here. They look like by far the best team in the division, and like the defense is great, and Trevor Lawrence is really starting to hit his stride. Yeah. Maybe this team is a little cheeky playoff. I mean, action. Let's just talk about money. They've spent the top three most money on their defense. Big time, yeah. So, I mean, like, they're not just focusing on the Trevor Lawrence and everything with Christian Kirk and, like, putting money into their offense. True. They're actually a very defensive-involved teams. I mean, they let the Chargers with Herbert they healthy, in quotations mark, in quotations mark, healthy, sure. only score 10 points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and, like, with them, they've had, 
like years and years of being fucking ass. You know, a lot of yeah. draft capital. Like last year they had Urban Meyer, which obviously was was probably one of the most like we'll go down as one of the most infamous and worst coaching seasons that's ever happened in the NFL. So I mean, you you get, you get a coach in Doug Peterson here in here, like you know, go Birds. Well, like oh, won the chip with us. <laughs> well, like, like, a, like a veteran guy has shown he can do it before. Um, Live like, Birds. I, this is something that I like. I do not know is true. I think might be true. I thought he was a quarterbacks guy. I think he's pretty good with quarterbacks. Um, and I, I think the, I think Jags are good. Um, and I think that you I think the see, Jags play on a good team this coming week. So I think if birds. they beat them, yeah. If the if the Jags compete, they don't need to beat the Birds because I think the Birds are Super Bowl contenders this year, low key. They don't need just, they don't need to beat the Birds, but as long as they contend, I think Jacksonville is a real team this year. Fair. Um, that being said, <laughs> I, I know you have thoughts on James Robinson. Moving, yes. m- moving forward, well, what's your take? And then after this take, I want a ending prediction of where he ends, like in terms of running. Let's back. Say, so I'm gonna say right now, why running back position is number three. I think he 100 percent finishes outside top 12. That's like no doubt in my mind. Would you bet money on that? On the pod? I, w- I would bet twenty dollars on the pod right now. He doesn't finish. Would you bet that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, in, right. in the top 12. Top 12. Yeah, top 12. Yeah, that's easy money. I'm there. Top twelve, but, but like, like if he gets hurt, can, can we like? Does that oh yeah, it's obviously okay. a boy. It's All a right, boy. Right. make it's it. Sure. A, can I? Can I tell? I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah, I, no, I'm I know what you're gonna say, and, and you might be right. But go. I for think it. there's a lot of running backs right now that have not played to their potential. Jonathan Taylor being one of them, Joe Mixon, Eckler, um, Dalvin Cook, Kamara. I mean, I, I mean CMC. I can keep going. So like, I think that once teams and running backs come into their own, I think he will slide down the list only because all the running backs that I just listed can really only go up and James Robinson can either plateau because he's playing at his best or go down. So that's what more, I, 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 I don't could get more. But bro, like, he's been putting up great stats. He's been playing great. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm 15, 18 and 20. Like it's good, but, but like we've seen him in the past do more. But I know I'm saying like he had 161 yards sure. and then he had, like nine attempts for 54 yards. That's still like averaging like five yards a carry, which is still great. And then he just had 21 attempts on 71 yards. Like that last game maybe wasn't his best, but I see the first two games as like pretty good games where he can't really outdo. I don't see him outdoing five yards per carry. And I don't see him outdoing his first game where he had 31 attempts for 161 yards and a tutty. Like I don't see James Robinson doing better than that on a consistent basis. I, I don't know. I, like I just feel like like we saw this two years ago, like like when he was the guy, and then even last year he popped off a bit too. Like so, like it's not it's not like this guy is like 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 the caddy where like he's like thirty and like I, I swear to God this this is like this dude's like third year in the league maybe four. So so and like we just talked about how good Jacksonville is gonna, gonna like continue to be, and I think but I think the X factor that I'm most worried about that you didn't even mention actually is Etienne. I mean like. Like Etienne, I was super high on Etienne this year. Like I thought Etienne was going to come in and be the one, you know. But like, like James Robinson was the guy. I'm going to be real. Like, I think Jacksonville, like coaching staff, is thinking the same way we are. We're going to ride James Robinson until he fucking dies, and then we're going to go Etienne. I, I mean, but I will also say, you know, Doug Peterson, like, like he was my coach for a long time. He loves multiple running backs, you know. So I think. That's true too, and there I, I do like that philosophy. I've seen great teams like that have a great running back like duo in the one back. two punch, yeah. One, and, two and, punch. and and Etienne like is more of a receiving back where James Robinson gonna, is going to like he's been putting it on the ground a lot more. So I mean, like at the at the end of the day, like even if Robinson just continues to do like fifteen, sixteen, I mean, <coughs> that's really <coughs> all right. I need. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think I think Robinson ends like. 
I'm gonna say seven. I think he ends up running back seven. That's very generous. I'm, I'm, because I mean, like all these guys, and I'm gonna talk about Jonathan Taylor in a second. Like all these star running backs, like have already had their down games. You know what I'm saying? And like James Robinson has yet to have that. I mean, maybe it's gonna be. That's what I was saying. That's, so you're agreeing with what I'm saying? That I think that that you think that other running backs are gonna come back into their normal form. Well, he slowly fades to the back of the pack. No, 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 no. I agree with the first part, but like I also think that like he set a little bit of a cushion and, and a precedent for himself, where, where like he's only scored twenty eight, eleven, and like like. No, it's been fifteen, eighteen. Uh, it's eighteen, fifteen, and. 20. Oh my god! I was ch- ch- I clicked Jonathan Taylor's number. Yeah, yeah. It, I low key like saw, heard you reading off the stats. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of buggy. But, Dude, that but, was like, Jonathan Taylor's numbers. Yo, I'm sorry. I was reading Jonathan Taylor's. I clicked okay. the wrong number. I'm sorry. That, that, people living. I honestly didn't put it together until like it was already done. So. I was reading Jonathan Taylor's numbers. So I take back half of what I said. I, you know what? <sighs> no, I'm is, still riding. Mean, I think he's gonna finish after after RB12. Do you um, want to take back your bet after No, that? I, I still think he's going to finish RB12. I don't think that he has a better three-game stretch than he did this right now. Like, I don't think he ever replicates 19, 15, 21 again in the season in a row. See, like, I just feel like you're, what, like, like you're not remembering what he did in the past. And, I'm like, I don't want to waste time, so I'm, I won't look at what, like, like what he's done. But, like, I swear to God, I'm going to look after the pods over that, like, Last year and the year before, like like he did this. Like, he, no, like he he, he was this. great in the beginning, but if you remember, bro, you had him. He popped off. No, he was bad team. in the beginning, so I traded him and Jonathan Taylor. Who did, I did you end with him? No, exactly because he started to fall apart again and started. Like, no, he, I traded him in like three weeks in because he was not doing well, and then he started to pop off. I know, but then he started to fade for Brandon's team <coughs> afterwards. I don't know. I, I honestly can't even speak to the end of the year. But but like all I'm saying is that like he like he's done this before, and like I think this team's gonna be even better this year, which I think helps him out. I don't know. And and then just real quick, real quick, then we can move on. Yeah, you're fine. Um, DK's like like seventeen and a half, which is like I needed that from him. Has not been great. And then, but the biggest thing I want to talk about, like before I move on, is my rookies. My rookies. So, so like <laughs> I draft, I drafted like half rookies like this year. Um, and, and this week, I finally saw a sign of life. Can you yeah, name them out? Damian out. Pierce started on my flex. Um, 80 yards and a tutty, 18 points. I mean, like, the volume was there. Like, like 20 carries. Even had two catches for 21. Great I mean, flex. 18 he's points. He's fantastic. And, and, then, and then even Brees Hall. Um, I mean, he had 15. Um, like, eight on the ground for 39. But the big thing was he had... Um, six catches on eleven targets for fifty three. He's becoming targets. more comfortable and becoming more part of that offense. You can yeah. tell. You can tell. Yeah. Carter starting to drop. Brees Hall is starting to become. I mean, and like, and like the the re- part of the receiving game, like eleven targets, like that's what I need. And like he didn't even put a touchdown in. I mean, like fifteen with no touchdown off my bench is great. Big points. And then like this is the one I don't know. Like I don't know what to think of it just yet. But like I have Olave who had um nine catches for one forty seven. I mean like. Kind of a fucking explosion, but I mean that being said, this is two weeks in a row where he's had thirteen targets. Um, so I mean, like I, I you've think you said he, it in literally podcasts the past two years. You, you're a big numbers guy. You're a big yeah, probably, <laughs> you know, yeah, like 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 follow follow the targets and volume. Because even if like it doesn't look like like a count and catches some weeks, like if it, like like if you're gonna get that many opportunities over and over again, like something's there. So dude, that's what I say about Christian Kirk this year. He's there's something different about him this year. He's just getting the ball. After they threw him that money, bro, like 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 obviously like you don't know, but like they saw something in him and like there had to be something oh, yeah. there that, that, that was going to work out. Oh, I yeah. think, like, it's obviously paying off. But, yeah, I don't know. I like Olave, and then I just think those three rookies, like, if they can pop off, then I don't know. I like, like, I, I, like, I think I'm unstoppable, truly. I think I got depth in every position. 
All right, moving not, on. Not unstoppable because you were TikToking for some reason. Okay, so to I thought, you know what? Let's go over to. Do you want to do this one last, or do you want to do this one next? Well, let's do the, let's do this one next. I like okay, this, I, I want to talk about Alex Proc real quick. Okay, I think this is the shot. I think this is the first time since I've played fantasy with him, and this could be it was a moment, but I'm pretty sure this is the first time where he's had he he started with a losing record one and two. He, sure. I have known him as a pretty dominant out the gate. Pretty, I mean, he holds the record for the best record overall. I think ten and three, and I think he's. Oh, no, bet- he, I think he had most points in a. I, I think he, thing. I think he owns the most points in a season, and I think he owns the most, the best record in a season as well. Pull it up if you can. Start talking about his team while I look that up. But that being said, I mean, I love the guy's team. I love Josh Allen. I think it's the best quarterback in the league. I love Najee. I love Aaron Jones as his wide running back too. I mean, I I, I don't love Waddle as his like wide receiver, but I mean, if Tua can come back, I mean, God help him. I hope he's okay. Um, I think Waddle can be a great ass, asset to his team. Tyler Lockett's okay. I mean, again, that's like the second option to like to DK. But I mean, I really like that upside, and I just always think he's a fantasy competitor. And to see him at one and two, and I think he, him, and Bodie have had a very tough schedule this to start off this year. I mean, they've played Teddy, who was a great team, and they've played each other. Yeah. True. So I think like those, Bodie and Proc and Teddy have had the worst schedule when it comes to like playing the toughest team. True. So like Proc's one and two maybe because of that, but. I mean, it's shocking to see him that he is one and two. Oh, he, and, and real quick before you keep going, I do have the stats. So Proc has the best record in the season, eleven and three. He has the most points in a season with nineteen thirty one, and then he also has the highest single game score too. Exactly, like, like I say, like I literally just proves my point. He's always just seems to be a fantasy dominant player, and to see him at one and two, it kind of seems like a turn of the tides. Um, that's why I just bring it up in, in this argument, and I don't even see his team. To be a um, finals like contender, that's my second thing about it. And third, for the, really the first time ever, he's scrambling to make trades. I mean, he's hit me up twice. Oh, really? Like, oh, no, like, well, like, like, we'll, we'll, we'll not like bat, like not like no, he's, no, he's not like scheming big things. But we've talked trades, sure. you know. Um, Has he talked trades with you? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, I've been a little more low key this year, but I mean, I'm like, I mean, we both don't like our teams, so I mean, it might have no, been. It, it, it's been ba- no, I mean, oh, you and Proc, me yeah, and Proc. Yeah, yeah. So like, they definitely been like little quick. Like, I mean, I, I don't want to sleep on Proc too too much though. I'm, 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 I mean, like Josh Allen stud, like Najee and Aaron Jones, like studs for now. Aaron Jones is a question mark. But it's AJ Dillon. I like Waddle a lot, and I think the big thing is like Godwin still hasn't played. Um, I think like Brady hasn't looked great, um, and I think Godwin coming back is going to be like just a little bit of juice in there. Um, I don't like the flex though. Um, because at the flex, he'll either be doing Lockett or uh, Jahan Dotson. It's just like the flex gets scary, and then like Higby Town here is at the tight end. So it's like like I think like a lot of teams the depth is in there for him. Um, so. Can I pep one more thing on a Prox team that I absolutely love? Yes. Yo, pep his name and pep for like the third week in a row. Are you saying pep or are you trying to say peep? Peep pep same word. Potato potato. Yo, Yo potato. <laughs> no, no, I can't let that slide. Were you just saying pep when you were trying to say peep? Pep pep. What's the same? What's the <laughs> Yeah, Pep. All right, um, Pep. Yo, yo, Pep, Pep, um, that's Pep, um, nuts. Darnell Mooney, for the third week in a row, just absolutely being the biggest dumpster fire like the Bears team. And that's who his team was named after. It literally Darnell or Mooney's jockstrap. I mean, Mooney's jock. Literally, Darnell Mooney has all three weeks combined haven't even t- 
touched 10 points yet. He has 1.8, 0. 0.6, 4.3. Yeah, not good. Not good. Yeah, bud. I'm glad to see you drafted him. Talk about receiving core. That's fucking garbanzo beans. Yeah, I feel you. Um, Bodie's team. Malice Mongoose. Free Brandon I'm going to tell you right now. Bodie wins the chip. I might quit. And, I, Bodie's <laughs> team looks pretty good. and it looks pretty fucking good. I'm going to say it again. <coughs> Murph and I have called the finals the past two years. And he is, me and him have called Teddy Bodie finals. Wait, wait, did I say Teddy Bodie finals? Yeah, you said the best team was Teddy's. And I said the, or you said the best team was Bodie's, and I said the best oh, team was Teddy's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That okay. means we called the Bodie Teddy finals. So, so, Bodie, yeah, so okay. if history repeats itself, this team was the finals team, and Bodie literally has dropped 100, over 130 all three weeks. Yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson's a god, first of all. Like, like you just got to start there. Like, number one quarterback, 20, 44, and 40. I mean, like, what the fuck? Like, this I guy mean, is nuts. I don't like – I'm going to be – can I tell you something? I've probably told you about it off pod, or maybe I haven't – I don't think Lamar Jackson is an accurate quarterback. No, yeah, I think you said that. On the yeah, pod, yeah, I think like if you th- if you throw Lamar in Tom Brady's body, I don't think he even remotely replicates anything that Tom Brady's does. Well, yeah, that's like also that's valid. That's also like um, like absurd. Like, like like Tom Brady mentally is is, is he's the goal. Like, no, I'm just talking about throwing ability. When you take the athleticism out of it, you know, I think I'm not trying to say that the athleticism doesn't help him because it does. But athleticism doesn't mean you're an accurate quarterback. Athleticism means you get open, so your wide receivers have more time to get open too. So it makes gives you more opportunity. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm saying if Lamar could, if Lamar only stood in, only stood in the pocket, and he only had five seconds to throw the ball, let's say the average time, so like four to seven seconds to throw the ball, and he could only stay in the pocket, I don't think he completes half the amount of passes he does because I think it gets more open. Because of him maneuvering out of pocket, because people have to pack the box more so he can't run. I think all these things. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, in in, in past Pro Bowls, he he's had less of a passer accuracy rating than Kirk. Less of a passer accuracy rating than Kirk Cousins. Wait, wait, wait. Was that a Pro Bowl stat? No, like they had like the accuracy challenge. Okay. And, and Kirk and Kirk Cousins beat Lamar. I'm oh, sorry, but if I'm Tom I don't Brady, care about that. I'm sorry, but if I'm Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins isn't beating me. Okay, well, like, like I, if I'm any good quarterback, I don't care if you're Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, like Peyton Manning, like any quarterback that's known for being accurate and sitting in the pocket. What, Kirk Cousins, I'm talking about Kirk Cousins. Kirk all Cousins right. beat Lamar. All right, all right, all right. So, so like, wow, like, like I can sit here and say, yeah, all that's true. But like, my argument is like, like that doesn't really matter. It doesn't. But it, I'm trying know? to. I'm, like, I'm, it doesn't I'm, matter. But I'm trying to talk about what is a quarterback. I'm talking about a quarterback is an accurate thrower that knows where to put the ball. And I'm trying. There's no, no, but there's more attributes than that. Like, like, like a, a, mobile a good quarter- quarterback is, is one that is one that that can win games and put up stats. Yeah, like, and, like and that's a passing. Thing. Like, like pocket passing is an attribute. Like, like throwing on mobile, the run. Mobile, another attribute. Mobile rushing mobile, attribute. Mobile quarterbacks are a different kind of quarterback. Bro. And that's why mobile quarterbacks will never win a Super Bowl because they're not true quarterbacks that will make it there because dependent running backs are dependent on their running game will never make it to the next level because you need to be dependent on your throw game to make it to the next level. No, no but, but, but like that's fair, but like, like – That's why Michael Vick never won. That's why Lamar will never win a Super Bowl. I'm telling you right on the pod, Lamar Jackson will never win a Super Bowl because – of the mobileness, because teams can just defend that, and once teams put it, can put, once a team can literally put a game plan around him to not let him escape the pocket, he's always never performed. And, you know, in the playoffs, it's been tough. But, but I mean, I, I just, I guess my point is like, just because like, like he might not be like the best like 
like like like pure throwing quarterback. Like I don't think that that, that means he's not a good quarterback. Oh, he's, he's, I think I think you have to account the I, other things. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when you're, t- I'm just talking about accuracy. I'm just talking about a guy that can put it in a spot. I don't think he's that guy. I don't think he has that in his arsenal. But the reason why he's so great when it comes to fantasy and the stats and why he's been MVP before, it's because he's an athletic freak. He might be the most athletic quarterback of all time. I'm not trying to take that away from him. I'm just trying to say that when it comes to the true ability of what a quarterback is and it's it's throwing the ball into their wide receiver's hands, I don't think he's as good as people say. Like as you just said, Lamar is like the GOAT. Like I I just think he's 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 a fantasy GOAT. And that's just what I see him as. Um, um, I, I know, but, but I mean, like to me, like what this reminds me of is, is like, like I got to make a basketball reference. Like yeah. it's like, like, at like in the beginning of basketball, or, or like for a long, long time, like point guards, like similar to quarterbacks, like like their main job, and then like and now they call them pure point guards are the guys that like look to pass. You know? Yeah, like, fair. like the, 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 they look to pass, and like like there are guys now that like Rajon Rado is, is a better pure point guard than Stephen Curry. But yeah. Stephen Curry is a better point guard than Rajon Rondo. You know, you know what I'm saying. I get what like, you're saying. I get, like, I get like, your argument. I get your argument. You, you know, so, so like, like I, th- I think what you're saying is that. I mean, like in terms of like accuracy, I mean, I'm not like Lamar Jackson's not like any elite like 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 passing sure. quarterback. Right. But, but like, I just think that that like, I just don't see why that matters. If like like like, I know right now the playoff thing is a thing, so I think that I think that's a valid argument. Yeah. But the guys won an MVP, and like yes. right now, like has has been putting up like. Like four touchdown throwing games and with a hundred yard rushing in the that's same what game, athlete, you know. That's like, what that's what athletic freaks do. True. Which which like like I don't know why like like because he can do that like 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 I don't like I think that works with the fact that he might not be the most accurate. I think that's the whole point of the thing. So I think you like I have even though what you're argument. saying is true. I like I think those things are combined. For it. I have one more argument about it. Okay, that's like me saying that like Debo is the best. Let's say he's he's marketed as a wide receiver, okay? Sure. And he has a great running back year, okay? That's like me saying Debo is the best running back in the league, okay? It's like that argument. Like he doesn't even play that position. He's not even what he is. He doesn't know really the routes. It's just because he had a great year. No, that's different. That's different. That's no, I'm, I'm that's well, different. Well, you're different. you're making a basketball reference. I'm just trying to make a different reference when it comes to the position. But like he just popped off at a different attribute of his position and people said okay since this guy is popping off in a different attribute he's the mvp because not anybody is doing that no no i i think it's different because like for a quarterback like like the the passing and like the running affect each other like directly like like at the at the same exact time the 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 threat of of the run like as he's coming outside of the pocket and then he can throw the ball when it's a running back and receiver it's like it's a zero sum either you're running the ball or you're or you're catching the ball you know what i'm saying no i'm just trying I, I was just trying to make the argument that like people look at him as this greatness because they put like two and two together but you you can't put two and two together because running the ball is so much different than throwing the ball cuz if you're going to compare running the ball to running the ball right he's I, if you want to compare running the ball to right you're losing me no you're losing no me. I'm, you're losing I'm, I'm, me. no i'm trying to say that like People focus on like okay, since he's a mobile quarterback, they're they're gonna praise the mobile in this summer, right? I'm just trying to say like since Debo is a wide receiver, they're gonna praise the running back part of it. It doesn't mean that he's a great running back. It's just that he doesn't play that position. He doesn't usually do that. They praise it. So like it's the same thing with Lamar. Since he does, he's not since he's a quarterback and he's rushing all this time. They praise it. They give him the MVP because he got the extra. 500 yards in rushing. But if he was to only stay in the pocket and throw every single time, he wouldn't get what he gets. Like, he wouldn't get any... Like You're he, right, but that's not going to happen, so I just don't get why that matters. You're like, like, that's but, what I'm but, saying. No, all I'm trying to say is that, like, he's just... He, 
when it comes to fantasy, he's a great fantasy quarterback. I just don't see him as a great quarterback. Like I don't, I just don't, I don't see him as a guy. I, I I don't like like I don't understand that because like he's an MVP and like he's he will never like, he will never win a Super Bowl. I, I mean, but but like that might be true, but like that doesn't mean he's a bad quarterback because like Dan Marino is like one of the best quarterbacks ever. He never won a Super Bowl. So, so like yeah, you might again you might like like you're saying things that are true, but like no, I don't think I'm, they're working for the argument that you're making. I'm saying that the mobileness is only going to get him so far. What's going to get him really far is his accuracy and his arm. And he doesn't have that. The reason why he's great is because of his athleticism and his mobileness. And that will only get him until a certain age. And then he's going to rely on his arm. And he's going to rely on his arm. And it's going to get him nowhere. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Well, if it's an age thing, sure. I mean, like, like when the athleticism goes. Is, is he, all right. All right. It's, it's all right. a period thing. I just don't think like, like Lamar right now is talked about as a top five QB, period. And I think when it just comes down to QB ability, when it talks about throwing the ball, putting the ball in the pocket, staying in the pocket, finding your guy, I think he's he's a, he's a ten to a fifteen guy. Yeah, and and like I, I think I think everyone agrees with you though. Well, like, oh. I think you're saying things that everyone agrees with. Oh, but, I didn't know. So, so, I, I was just I was just making that was just my agreement. That was well, my opinion. But, but, so like like and not just pure throwing, but like in players that play the quarterback position. Do you think Lamar Jackson's top five? And if not, it's okay. Wait, say that again. Say so again. so like and not just like like ability to throw the ball. In terms of like players that play the quarterback position, is he a top five quarterback? And you might not. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. I am a definitive yes for the record. Definitive yes. I would have to say in this time, there's not a lot of good QBs out there. I, I have to say yes. I probably put him at like four or five here right now. But I don't know if that's because there's not a lot of like there are a lot of good QBs. I, five years like if I if he was playing right now in his prime. Five years ago, I don't put him. I put I put a lot of QBs over. I put Russell Wilson over him. I put Peyton Manning over him. I put Eli Manning over him. I put that's bugging. That is the most emotional. Bu- I didn't really want to talk about two time quarterback. I don't. I don't a want two time non mobile quarterback done. that has he's been Nicks. a two time champion. Next, how many MVPs does he have? It's, it doesn't dude, matter. Dude, Lamar Jackson is is an infinitely better quarterback than you. You can't ball. tell me an that infinitely better quarterback in a fifteen year franchise season. 15 years. Do you want a quarterback that wins you an MVP and that gets you a season that's 15 and 2 and never gets Again, you a Again, you're saying things answer, that are true, but that's, that doesn't answer, feel like Manning a, is better my, than Lamar Jackson. Answer my question. Drew, it, you're right. Okay, okay he got you. Thank uh, of you. course, that's all I'm trying to say. So I, I'm trying to say, I'm taking Eli Manning over him. Bro, but the, I'm taking Drew Brees bro, over him. The I'm taking Aaron Rodgers over him. Okay, okay. I'm, t- I'm taking Peyton Manning okay, over him. No, no, I'm no, taking no, Tom no, Brady over him. I'm not talking about those. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Because this is ridiculous. Like, I'm not talking about those other fucking quarterbacks. I'm talking about Eli Manning, bro. You cannot sit here and tell me that Eli Manning, like, like maybe ever, is has been as good, like, and as effective at the quarterback position than Lamar Jackson, bro. Eight, There's no way in a billion years. I don't even think I would in Lamar's career, in Eli's career, I would put Eli Manning. Even, even how I think Lamar's going to finish his career now, I think Le- Eli Manning is a better Hall of Fame vote. Then Lamar again. That, that that like that like the Super Bowl rings is a big argument. But let's call a spade a spade. The defensive line was more important to winning those games. Answer my th- question. And, and the receivers making that I'm, crazy I, I, catches. I'm gonna, I'm That's a, not Eli Manning. I'm gonna play. make. Like, yeah, he I'm made gonna the make, plays. I'm Eli gonna Manning make is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Let He's a ask, good quarterback. Let me Eli Manning is a, a good quarterback. Let Lamar Jackson is a, a better quarterback than Eli Manning. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Fifteen year franchise season. Lamar never wins a chip. Because I don't think he is going to. This is just my perspective. Neither Dan Marino, bro. Answer my question. Answer my question. 
So you have 15 year franchise. You know Eli's gonna you know Eli is gonna win two chips. You know Eli is gonna throw 900 interceptions. You know Eli is gonna go eight and eight every single season besides besides the two years he wins the chip. Besides that, who do you want? The guy that's gonna get you the MVP, the guy that's gonna give you a 15 and two season, or do you want the guy that's gonna get you the chip twice and have an average season every year? Who do you want? Which guy do you choose? Bro, we don't know how Lamar Jackson's career is going to end. You, I you can't want, sit here and write the history book. I'm going to tell – I would bet all Three my, years in, this dude already has an MVP, Eli Man, which Eli Manning never had, ever. He's never going to win a chip, bro. Bro, you don't know that. I do know that. You have the benefit of looking back at Eli Manning's – he's retired. You can look at his entire fucking career. Lamar Jackson, this is like his fourth year. Lamar in Jackson only has three more good years left because once his athleticism how, – How are you saying that? Because like, guys, lose, guys lose the athleticism bro, after Michael they, Vick played like those seasons with the Eagles after coming out of fucking prison. He was like 33, bro. And and, and Lamar Jackson made me better than that. Dude, dude. And, and Michael Vick never won a Super Bowl. Bro, bro, winning a Super Bowl does not come down on just the quarterback, bro. Uh, but I'm t- that does not come down on just the I quarterback. I 100% agree that, with that, that. That does not mean – so, so like, like you're saying things that are true that do not, like, so let's affect just say, your So let's just say right now. Let's just take Lamar from right now. Okay. You're, you're five years since he's been in, this, in the league, four or five years, whatever it is. You want Lamar or you want Eli Manning for your 15 years? You know Eli's going to get you two chips. No, no, no. But see, that's why you can't compare them because you already know this. I'm, you don't even have to talk about Lamar. You can you can interpret whatever Lamar wants to do in his future. You can interpret what you think he's going to do. So, so But no, I can guarantee you that Eli Manning got you two chips in 15 years. But, but, but like, 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 I would rather have, like, Lamar Jackson. I just don't Lamar agree. Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback. I just don't agree. And, and, and Eli Manning, like, 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 you can't just say, oh, well, like, it doesn't matter what Lamar does because, like, the championships are like so like intertwined with with fucking fifty one other guys. I'm talking about comparison in in okay in one in one game. This is better in in one game or no? How about this in a season? If you had one season to play, you don't know that the, like there's no history involved. This is taking Eli Manning at his apex and Lamar Jackson right now over the course of this one season, and, yeah. and you want to try to win a Super Bowl. Who are you going to pick? Eli Manning. That is absurd. That I, is absurd. I have to ask you this one question because if you if you because if, if you take Lamar because we're, we're just gonna keep going back and forth. So let's just let's just get our final act. Lamar is great because of his athletic ability to get out of the pocket. Yes, he's great. Like he like like, like that doesn't mean he's not great. And, and, and like I I know what you're saying about like yeah he like in, in terms of pure passing maybe Eli Manning is a better pure passer. But there's more to the position than that. There's, there's but that's what I'm trying to say. When it comes down to winning a championship, that is the position. It's not about who can be the most mobile. Well, it's not about well, who, how. Well, what do you because mean? it's proven. It is proven that the quarterback that is the most knowledgeable, the quarterback that sits in the pocket, the quarterback that can hit the that pass, was the norm, bro. The, it's the, all they didn't have there is, that, that there, mobile there quarterback. There is no change in We've norm. We've never seen someone like Lamar Jackson, bro. But there's even never, Michael Vick was not like Lamar Jackson. But you, this but dude you, is a different. But you animal. need to understand that the norm has yet to never change. Tom Brady is the same as Eli. Manning and he's bro. still the best quarterback to ever win championships bro but I, I'm not I'm not comparing those two guys I'm saying look, but look, I'm trying to you, say you to can't you, compare anybody the, to Lamar Jackson the, the proof is in the pudding I would rather have a guy that sits in the pocket that hits his pass more often than than Lamar does and that's what Eli Manning okay it, like like that's what happened in the past but like the game is changing. There's mobile but quarterbacks the, everywhere. But there this, wasn't guys like that. But before. this mobile quarterback generation that's supposedly taking over has yet to be successful. Yes, it's successful in the, in the regular season, but it has yet to be successful in the postseason because quarterbacks that sit in the pocket and truly do that method win Super Bowls. 
Patrick Mahomes truly sat in the pocket. He won the Super Bowl that year. Okay, um, Patrick Mahomes does not just sit in the pocket. He he, he, mo- he, mo- he moves too, but I'm telling bro, you, bro, he throws like running, no look, left hand passes. But I'm bro. telling you, so, so like he's mobile too. But and I'm telling that's you, part of the, it, it, Patrick, but the, no, he, no, 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 that's he, not, that's working my table. But, his ability to, to extend plays. But the, but his ability to win Super Bowls was because of not because of that because because of his accuracy in his arm. No, like yeah, that's fair. But, but that, like, that, I, that, that, thank you, thank that's fair. That's the bro, argument. It's more that's than the, just the quarterback. Like like like. like like winning a Super Bowl, like, like that's always the apex. But, I, but like, it's, like just it's not just down to the offense. There's two sides of the ball. Let's just talk about what the quarterback does. Throws the ball to the players. Lamar doesn't do that good. He's good at getting the getting out of the pocket. Bro, for your you, you act like he's a schmuck. I'm not saying that, dude. dude he does, he, he's had like 220 yards, three touchdowns. 300 yards, three touchdowns. 200 yards, four touchdowns. Well, like, like like you're acting like he's like not a good throwing quarterback. He's not. Bro, bro, he's not, a good he's not an elite throwing quarterback. Correct. He's not a good dude. And saying he's not an elite and he's not good are two very different things. Because if he's not good, he's mediocre. Kirk bad. Cousins beat him in an accurate throwing contest. Kirk Cousins, and I don't think yeah, Kirk, yeah bro. And, and maybe Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Kirk, Kirk, bro, Kirk bro. Cousins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Kirk Cousins, they make a it, meme about how he's so average, and Lamar couldn't even be average when it came to accuracy. Bro, it's a yes. fucking game at the Pro Bowl. For bro, sure. I take no weight. Michael Jordan, they played dodgeball bro, after that, bro. bro any, dude, if the, the, I was a dude, good quarterback, I don't care what condition I'm in. I'm throwing dude, the ball dude. in the sack. I don't care if I'm bad, dude, if I'm having an next, off game. Next year, the, the accuracy competition is between dodgeball and the flag football game. Do you really think that shit matters? Bro, if I'm a good quarterback, I'm always throwing the ball where I need to put it regardless of the setting or the situation. And Lamar didn't do that. Kirk Cousins fucking did it better. I don't care if there they played no dodgeball. I don't care if we played dodgeball after. Like, like that, that's a skip. That, that little competition simulates nothing from an NFL game. Nothing. They, you get nothing out of that. Okay, so Bodie B. Proc. So, so, so like, <laughs> I, I started this with talking about Lamar Jackson. So he had 40. So just in case anyone was wondering. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this, you. This whole, <laughs> <laughs> whole pod has been hijacked by fucking Lamar Jackson and then whatever the fuck we were going on about before. Um. So, so okay, past Lamar. Yeah, Dalvin, who went down, but apparently he's playing. Um, is playing this week. Only had thirteen. Um, uh, I, I think Dalvin's something to watch. Like he, like the injury thing is, is a lot. Um, like and then moving down, he had Lenny with twelve. Like I'm like I'm not interested in in, in the Bucks. Um, uh, until the um until the offense gets a little better. Um, Pittman for the Colts. I mean, like the Colts looked like pretty bad offensively overall, and and, and like don't look great. Like honestly, like pull this fucking win. Out of their ass, like I, I don't even know how how this happened. But Pittman with fifteen, I mean, nine targets, seventy-two yards. Like, if you're not scoring a touchdown and you're still having fifteen, I think that's a good week. Um, Saint Brown, I think he's hurt. Um, he's questionable for this week. I mean, he had his first down week. I mean, he had twenty and then forty this week, only thirteen. I mean, the volume's there. If he's healthy, he's going to be the guy. Like, so I'm not worried about the production unless he's hurt, obviously. Um, and then Drake London, a little Drake London at his flex, I think is like his most key part of the season because you wouldn't even have started him just at, at the beginning of the year. But now, I mean, 12, 24, 14, I mean, like that just screams flex numbers. I think that dude's ceiling is even higher than that. So I don't know. Like I, I like Bodie's team and I think like looking at like his bench depth, I mean, I know Keenan Allen was hurt. Um, and then, I mean, Kareem Hunt only with nine, but I mean, in terms of backups, like, I think the, like the, those are like the, like the two best backups in the league. I mean, Bodie has the best team. Sure. I mean, him and Teddy have just been the only ones that put up consistent numbers so True. i mean i'm 
I would be happy if I was Bodie. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bodie with a with, with a win against Proc. Um, let's move on to Mike and Nick. Yeah. <laughs> our, our two expansion teams. <coughs> Yo, Nick, three and zero swag. I love that shit. I'm him. He had one hundred five. Fuck you. He had one hundred five and he won the game. Honestly, absurd. I mean, like Jalen Hurts go Burge with twenty eight. Like he's that guy. Yo, definitely great keeper. It was a, kind of a D double dub situation. We shat on it, put him in the top three worst keepers. Prove us wrong again. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, it's something where it's like, it, it, like it doesn't matter as much. But like, even though like he got him at where his draft position would have been during the draft, I mean, like he's like it's like, good he's that he has playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's playing above that, and, he, and he's secured a stud. Um, other than that, though, I mean, his next highest score was Clyde edwards helaire with. 15. Um, Make sure it's authentic. Yeah, and you know what's actually out of fucking control that I'm just seeing right now? Yeah, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire rushing had seven attempts for, you want to know how many yards? Yeah, zero. Zero, I know. And he had a rushing touchdown. I know. And he's the running back four. Bro, it honestly is, wait, he's the running back, he's the running back four. Yeah. 22, 15, and 15. Yeah. I mean. Mediocre. I mean, numbers are numbers. You can't get mad at. I mean, that's why he's winning. I mean, when you have a number four running back on your team and your wide. I mean, he's got he's got Devontae. And I mean, Curtis Salmon was a great waiver pickup by him. He's just getting lucky when it comes to just. Like winning with 105, like to me, that's just all down to luck. And like if only one guy is over as over 15 points and you win and you win your week. Then you know what? Good for you. Yeah. Well, outside like, of the, outside of the Jalen Hurts thing, you're right. Outside of the fit, like, if his running backs through the rest of his team and one of them is producing 15. Yeah, yeah, and then the the running back thing is just not. I mean, like Chase Evans had two tutties last week, but then um, what, what do you have? He ended up having 10 tonight. So I mean, like he's a flex value guy, but like Nick drafted that guy to be is like one of his first two running backs. And I and I have to slide over to, to Mike's team, the Cincinnati Tea Party. Love the name. Sure. Um, Getting 84, and you and I have touched this upon, upon this before, is I think this team is way better than what it's producing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it's just a matter of time. I don't think that he is a championship-level team. I don't think Mike's there, but I think this is the most promising his team has ever looked, and I don't think he competes for the garbage bowl this year. No. For the, uh, for the first time. Uh, I could see him making playoffs. Yeah, I'm, I mean, like, maybe the, yeah, right, six seed sneaks in. Like, I don't think his team wins the chip, but I definitely think his team has the potential to to make it. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, I just think there's, like, like high ceilings here. Um, I think I think the biggest thing about his team, like, I'll talk about the start in a second, but, like, Amari Cooper, the last two weeks, um, has had um, 26 and 24. I mean, I think that's something to watch. Like, volume's been there. He's had 10, 11 targets and a tutty in both weeks. Actually, 101 yards two weeks in a row. Um, so, I mean, and that's with fucking what, what, uh, Jacoby Brissett there. So, I mean, I think looking forward um, to when Deshaun comes back, um, if, if Mike is in contention for playoffs and then Deshaun Watson is, is now throwing the ball, to Amari Cooper and then his man in the offense with Chubb. I mean, I just think like everyone, everyone succeeds. But I mean, I think Chubb is like, is is a top five back. Um, I like, agree. Um, like Miles Sanders is, you know, then the, the birds use a lot of um, a lot of different backs. Um, I mean, he could slide Kamara in there, which is nice. I have to say this. I think Mike has the top a top four running back depth and running back starting lineup when it comes to overall. I think Nick Chubb is great. I think that's. A wide running back three this year. I think he's popped off. I don't think Miles Sanders is that guy, but if you slide down, he's got Kamara, 
That's a great. I mean, yeah, he's not producing, but that's still. I, I like Kamara. I'm out on Kamara. Unfortunately, I, I'm out. I don't agree with you on that. I still like Kamara. I don't think maybe this year he produces the RB one level which he is. But you can't deny me that our, that Kamara can't be a flex option. I just think that's I crazy. Agree with that. Right, and then you slide down. You you see Gibson. I mean, I I love those four running backs and being able to choose which one he wants to start where. Um, Gibson, Kamara, Chubb. And Miles Sanders, and he can choose who he wants to put in his one, one and two every single week. I, I really don't think there's many groups that have that four. That four. Um, I, I don't know. Like, like, I honestly like. I don't like the running backs like at all after Chubb. I mean, like, um, I, like I'm out on Kamara, which I mean, that, that's just me. Like, like, I could be wrong on that for sure. I'll take that. Sanders, like, like Philly's done in the last couple of years. Like, even but like from Peterson now to Sirianni, they just use a lot of backs. And Jalen Hurts eats up carries there. With Gibson, they got Brian Robinson coming back. Like I'm just um, uh, I'm out on everyone but Chubb. I think with Mike's team, I think it's just like the boomer bust qualities of like I Chubb even, and yeah. then T Higgins and Mike Williams is the biggest boomer bust in the fucking league. Like Amari Cooper's a boomer bust. Like, I would only just I would only agree with you if it wasn't for your own argument. I think Miles Sanders goes against the exact thing that you always represent. I think Miles Sanders is a bell cow running back. I don't think like bell cow like Jonathan Taylor or Derrick Henry is going to see 25 targets. But look at his targets his last three weeks. 13, 17, 15. Um, like, um, oh, for, for rushing attempts? For rushing attempts. You know. Like that's – that's potential. Like that's potential. That is fair. The volume is there. The, volu- the, the volume is there to be the wa- – I'm not saying Miles Sanders needs to be the RB1. But being the option in, in bye weeks – to be his RB2 or to even be his running back flex. I think those four are all great candidates. Flex week, Miles Sanders, bye. That's a great candidate. Flex week, Alvin Kamara, second wide running back, bye. Like, that's a great flex option. Like, and he's got Antonio Gibson. That's a great flex option for a bye. All running backs. I think that's – Okay. Can, right. can you see all where right. I'm coming from? All right. You know, yeah. that's what you I'm trying to – Yeah, you like, I'm not trying to sit here that they're all going to drop 35, but – to, just to have the running back depth that can drop twelve each week, I think that's huge. I don't have it, you know. Like, yeah, not I mean, many people I, have. I, that. I think the catalyst is the. Um, I really didn't know that Sanders was getting that volume on the ground um, because I mean, like, I feel like he's been like in the, in, the, in the first couple of years in the league, he's just been more of a receiving guy. But like, like you know what? I'm, I'm more of a believer because like with that volume. Like those are like wide receiver two, uh, like, like back and wide receiver two, like running back, numbers. running back. Or, I'm so sorry, running yeah. back. And and then I think well like it just like Kamara's the X factor here but like like again like like I'm just splitting hairs like we both like Mike's team like, yeah like like we both like like Mike's team he had 84 this week but fuck it happens like yeah. I don't know I mean I'm you interested. had 77 the week before it people have bought down weeks for sure yeah no I I think Mike gets in the <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say it right now I think Mike gets in for the first time I look at Mike's team and he has potential. That's what I like to see. That's what I was complaining about last year. Yeah, I think it's crazy because he has more, <laughs> I think he has more potential than Nick's team, who's three and zero. And then Mike is um, he's sitting actually one and two. So I mean, like, like he's one away from five hundred. I'm and, telling you and, right and, now, as a guy that's three and zero, I would rather have Mike's team. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I just think it has more upside potential than my team. I think my t- my team is either going to plateau or go down, while Mike's team is either going to plateau or go up. You know, so I love that upside. Yeah. So uh, one and two, I think Mike should be happy. Yeah, I mean, and then also like like coming off of tonight, the, the Thursday night game, week four, what T Higgins had at the end of the twenty seven, like Joe Burrow ended with like fifteen or sixteen. I mean, it's just a, a nice little start to the week. I mean, like Burrow, not great, but I mean T Higgins with 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 thirty. I mean, almost thirty. That's going to be one of those maybe a boom week for him. So 
I like it. Um, so um, we'll I got a swanton bomb facing facing against at least I'm trying Matt Higgins. Yeah, and I got and I gotta tell everybody. He's kind of gone back to his own ways, not in himself, but his team. His team has kind of let him down. I look at his team, and I I love it. I love his team. He's got Javante, who I think is going to be a dog. Yep. I like. I don't like Josh Jacobs as his RB2. Same. But that's because he picked it up on his wide receivers. I mean, he's got Tyreek, he's got Debo, and he's got my boy, Gabe, Gabe Davis. Davis. I, I think those are all quality, quality wide receivers that really could get 30 any given week. And that's why his running backs aren't great. I think Carson Wentz has his quarterback needs to change. He has Rodgers on his bench. Yep. So, but even that seems bumpy. But if Rod the Rodgers is the twenty six ranked quarterback, if now. the quarterback is the worst thing on your team, and that's what's giving you your problems, I don't see problems with your team. No, I, I agree with it because I mean, like, like I know he has two quarterbacks now. I mean, I think Wentz probably gets dropped, but um, like you can like stream quarterbacks week to week, like. Well, like, like to a point, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so I agree with you 100%. This goes back to, to what we were saying last week. I mean, Matt only dropped 65 this week, and me and me and Murph the Snake are agreeing that this team could pop off. Every team has been so much well dra- so much more well-drafted this year, yeah. so much more well-depth. I think we've become so much better as a fantasy league. It's re- really, literally, even though teams are 0-3 and there's teams that are 3-0, I really think anybody can make playoffs. Even True. besides Z, fuck you. Yes. Like, your team's not good. But, like, uh, <laughs> literally literally everybody else I think has a shot. It could beat me. Could beat um, Bodie with, or, or Teddy. Like, Teddy only dropped 106. Like, teams really be se- seem to hit the under this year, so I really think it's about whoever pops off. Definitely, and you never know. So I mean, I'm, I'm wondering, like, to that point, like, real quick, like, like, there's been a lot of like low scoring. I mean, like, we just saw Clyde Edwards Hilaire at 15, 15, and 20, be the fourth best running back. Like, is this going to be just a down year overall, or do you think that this this kind of picks up more with, with the studs? I think that I don't. I'm going to be real. I don't know what the overall answer is. I think that could change when it comes to like certain people. True. I think the top 15 draft picks will come into their own. Fair. That I think will never change. Um, that I, I think will take time. I mean, Saquon came back for Ted. I love that for Ted. I mean, Teddy B, um, at least I'm trying Matt Higgins, 106 to 65. And I love I love Saquon for Ted. A Swift is hurt, which made him lose some points. Diggs finally didn't drop 35. He only dropped 14. True. Um, but that being said, I still love Teddy's team. He's dropped over 100 points every single week. I think that D Swift being hurt. Well, he will come back and still perform like G Swift. Um, but I just this just goes to show you that injuries will affect teams, and no matter if your team is a is a number one team, the injury bug will still ruin your season. I mean, Teddy went from averaging 125 points per game, you know, per week, and now he just dropped 106 with pretty much his whole team consistently playing like they usually do. Just, I mean, Deontay Johnson, Deontay Johnson dropped 16. Saquon dropped 22. I mean, his quarterback dropped 15 with Marcus Mariota. He has Herbert on the bench. But, I mean, everybody pretty much performed what they should. Swift got hurt. I mean, if you put him at 20, I mean, Teddy drops what he usually does. So that just proves my argument. Injury bug, you can't predict. It could happen to anybody. The top team could lose. And Teddy just got hit from it from this point. But he still got the W. So Yeah, I think with Teddy's team, like he has like this weird like – like asset yet also problem of the flex. Like yeah, he, he has a lot of options for the flex, and like none are studs, and all are like, like 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 average to good guys. But like it's gonna be a question mark each week. Like he's got 
Michael Carter, they started, you know, only five. Um, A.J. Dillon, um, you know, five. Bateman, five. Garrett, um, Garrett Wilson had 12, so, I mean, maybe that's someone to look at. But, like, see, all those guys could question. absolutely have 30, but, like, it's, it's going to yeah. be a, a so, guessing yeah. game. I have know? to agree with you. They're not they're not studs. They're all boomer bust guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's an asset, but that can also be a problem when, like, you're, you're not just relying on, like, but like one guy to to do it, like you have to worry about like like who you like, pick exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the chance of who you pick, <laughs> that guy going off. So, so like I I totally see what you're saying. Yeah. So X factor. I mean, if, if Teddy hits it, he never loses again. But if he misses it, I think it could it could be a 500 season fin out finish out. You know, you really can't figure. You really can't call that season then. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he, he had 106 this week, um, but he got a dub though, which is important because I mean. You know, like especially in, in, if your team is good, then you're gonna have like less 106, um, <coughs> a lot less 106 point weeks than other people. So you can catch wins when you do that. No, it's not. Yeah, if you're a good team, a down week for you is roughly around 100. Like Bodie averaging 130, a down week for Bodie would be around 105. That's what Teddy put up. So him winning on a down week is like what happened to me. It's huge for his team. It really makes it so when he has an up week, even if he loses, like. Fuck it, man. I already got the win when I had a down week. I mean, yeah, we said Teddy 106 over at least I'm trying Matt Higgins with 65, only 10 points or seven points away from the lowest score ever. Pretty bad. And a, and a team that we said we didn't even mind. So, yeah. I, I mean, he's got Tyreek. He started off week four with, with a 27 bomb. So, you know what? Not a bad start. Yes. Uh, In the last game of the week that we have to talk about. Man, this has been a long pod. We're sorry if you're still listening. Well, we were just popping off by Lamar Jackson and then whatever the other topic <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, shit while. happens when you hit the. Honestly, when when I walked into my home, just trying to you know relax and was just berated with how trash my team was. <laughs> I knew this was gonna be an intense podcast. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. There, there was some stuff that had to be that had to be gotten. Out yeah. There. So yeah, but my last our last game, Blackout Brandon versus Diabetes Boys. I want to break down Brandon's team who won one thirty seven to ninety two first. And talk about all the way down first. I want to talk about Brandon Slash, Christian Kirk. I love Christian Kirk this year. Finally started him. Finally started him. God did it pay off. He dropped 19.2. Let's talk about the receptions and the targets, bro. His first his first week got six receptions, 12 targets. Okay? I don't love that he's not catching the ball 50% of the time when Number he's throwing the ball. 117 yards out of it. Yeah. yeah. But the second week – Came around six catches again with six targets. But the the two tutties. So the I mean, two even on the week with his lowest targets and catch, uh, with his lowest targets, two tutties out of it doesn't even matter. Yeah, and then my third week, again six receptions, third week in a row on nine targets, seventy two yards, and another tutty. If you don't think this guy is looked at for every single throwing option, at least the first or the second look by Trevor Lawrence, you're nuts. True. If the guy throws 40 times a game, which is a lot for a quarterback averaging, and he's throwing the ball 12, 6, 9 times to the same guy, that's over like 20, 25% for the same guy. You have to think he's an asset. I, I love Christian Kirk, regardless of how he performs when he catches the ball, considering that the offense is built to throw him the ball, you can't deny that upside. That's just yeah. me with him. That's just – I can't – I, I, it's such a huge pickup for Brandon. I think that's going to really leap and bounce him over other people when you have that guy on your flex option. Like, I, I love that about Brandon's team. Well, and I think with Kirk, honestly, like, I'd, make, I'd even make the argument that even though he's in, in Brandon's flex, like, I, I think he's his wide receiver, too. I mean, I'm, I think I would take him over Scary Terry. 
Um, at the moment, I think I'd like like Ceedee Lamb at the one. But, but I mean, like I think if push came to shove and Brandon wanted to start someone else or like wanted to pick a guy from his bench, like Singletary with twenty four to put at his flex. I mean, if I'm him, I'm putting Kirk at, at my wide receiver too, and I'm sitting Terry McLaurin because yeah. I mean, like like Curtis Samuel has been like like pretty consistent over there too. I mean, like scary, scary Terry's been good, but I mean, yeah, I think like I Christian Kirk has been like in terms of like receiving, like the, the obviously the, the premier guy there, and like we've said a million times in this pod. I like Jacksonville a lot. I think Jacksonville's going to be a good team. Um, There's something about them this year, man. I don't know what it is. It's the defense. Yeah, the defense. They have blue chipper. They have high draft picks that like that have like like been there and like yeah. Like, teams that rebuild for two to three years really pop off after the two to three years if they do it correctly. And maybe Jacksonville just did it correctly. Yeah, and I think like I'm telling you, like the Urban Meyer thing last year was so fucking bad. It was <laughs> so bad, and that, that like this year was going to be a whole different year, especially like starting starting with Trevor Lawrence, which affects Christian Kirk. So. I like his team too. Um, what, I yeah. What slide over to Jake's team? Talk break that down for me. I want. I, I think there's a couple of key points that we both want to talk about. Sure. So I mean, um, at the top, Mahomes. I mean, um, Mahomes started with 35 and 17 two weeks in a row. Not super super worried about it. Um, I, I like they lost to the Colts this week, which I think fucking aberration, like trap game. Like Colts looked fucking horrific. Yep. Three weeks before, and then the Chiefs looked like gods. So I mean, you know, whatever. Um, I think he bounces back. So the backs are interesting. So, like, Zeke finally puts in a touchdown. Um, that's 14 and a half, you know, after coming off two 5.9 weeks. Yeah. I mean, promising, but, like, still not running back one numbers. Like, and this all. thing is the Dallas Cowboys offense and not really the Zeke. And think, not really Zeke's both. fault. I think he's losing it, bro. Like, yeah. he's not good last year either. May, that could be true. I just really think the Dallas offense – isn't amazing. So when you don't have an amazing offense, it's really hard to uh, if you're not the dip- like Derrick Henry. It's hard like to to compare with someone like that because like even though his offense isn't terrible, like, even though his offense is terrible, he's still going to get 30 touches a game, so he's yeah. still going to get his. Zeke isn't like that. His offense is terrible, and he split touches, so it's hard for him to get his. That's why I don't really like Zeke this year. Yeah, and uh- you 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 did say. He's declining as a player. Yeah, I mean, like, like Pollard's there eating some touches, and like I mean, with Dak out of the offense, I mean, like I would say it would look a little worse, but they're two and zero with Cooper Russia. But I don't know. Like I'm not really that interested in Zeke, and then James Conner. I mean, like like he's been kind of dinged up. I mean, first we get sixteen in the Tutty, then like the last couple of weeks, like again, I know he's been hurt, but like just seven and eight. I mean, like those are like not even flex numbers. Um, but but I think the big thing is like like dude, this is the biggest thing. Jay Jetta was Jay four. Jetta, the guy that they thought was gonna beat Cooper Cup. I tell you what, if you get four, he ain't beating Cooper Cup, bro. And, and like the the scariest thing is like first two weeks, eleven and twelve targets. I mean, forty points in the first ten and seconds of a big drop off. Um, this past week he had four with only six targets. Kirk's fault or Justin Jefferson's fault? Um, or, or I mean, just Minnesota's fault in general? That's the thing. Like, like I really feel like like. I didn't really like see any of this game. Well, like, so I, I don't know if it was like like a defensive thing, and because I mean, obviously after the forty point wing team is going to key in on him, maybe something worked. Um, so I re- I can't even speak to it. I, I really don't even know because, but it's just kind of weird to see like like a cutting in half of the of the targets when week one it looked like a literal like like Stafford with his fucking tunnel vision to, to cop like, but like. So I don't know. I think it's interesting, and then I just don't like Brandon Cooks, unfortunately. Like, I do. I do have to agree with that point. I mean, if you look at his first two weeks, he does have that tunnel vision. It's all Jay Jetta, and then bang, week three hits. I mean, he only gets three receptions, six targets. Yeah, six targets is great, but I mean, opposed to his eleven and twelve from the previous first two weeks, that's half. That's half the amount. 
I totally get what you're saying. Um, it's tough to call. I have, I'd have to, I'd have to say that if it repeats again, then I'm gonna say that it's not just Jay Jetta there. There's more offensive weapons, and Kirk's gonna use it. I mean, Adam Thielen was a great wide receiver before. He's still there. Yeah, I, I think maybe that's what it was because I'm trying to look for. How I mean, Thielen Adam Thielen did get a tutty last week. I, I, I think he had like 18 this past week. Yeah, he had. Yeah, 18. He had six catches, 61 yards, and a tutty. So, I mean, I want to look at his targets, too. Just I, I think he was hurt for... Uh, he was playing the first couple weeks, but, I mean, his targets... He was hurt were, last season, right? Uh, yeah, I think he might have had some last yeah. season. But, I mean, like, his, his targets went up from four to seven to eight. So, I mean, like, I mean, maybe it is a thing where guys are just keying in on, on, on Jefferson and then maybe Thielen just getting open. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I feel like maybe the more Thielen, like, like does, like, maybe he tries to keep the defense honest and, and, and you know, stop them from just, like overcrowding on Jefferson. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I mean, well, like, I I think Jefferson ends as a, as a top, as a top. Yeah, I mean, if I was Jake, I don't think that 4.4 points from Jefferson is a consistent thing. I think that definitely does not happen often. Yeah, sure. But 4.4 points is something that cup never received last year. So to see Jefferson do it at least once this year shows that he won't get cup numbers. I'm not trying to say that Jefferson's not going to be great. No, I it's just he. Everybody said, and he was projected more than cup, and I don't think he finishes that way. Yeah, yeah, that's was really at that standard. So yeah, yeah. no, I feel that. Um, I mean, Pitts with 13, a sign of life there. Finally, finally, yeah. Um, well, I mean, like five catches, 87 yards. You know, Juju. That's, that's with, a quality tight end position that I think Kyle yeah. is it. If, if literally Kyle Pitts. Did that every week? I'd be like, "That's what Kyle Pitts should be doing." That, yeah, every week. Uh, yeah, and with him, I mean, he's supposed to be this like <coughs> generational offensive weapon and like yeah. one of the best tight ends coming out and blah. And like, I don't know. I just like this season. I don't know if it's a targeting thing or or, or, or what, but like, like I need more of things like this. And honestly, it, like games that are even better because I had him last year and like at the, he had he had one game where he had the twenty nine and he had a couple like explosion games, but like also disappeared sometimes too. So. I don't know. I, I was pretty high on Jake's team in the beginning of the year. Um, I've, I've regressed a little bit because of the backs and then like Juju, like just not super interested in Juju. A I full mean. point to the Weasel Snake point. This is like a full. This is a full like great example that key running backs hold your team better than key wide receivers because yeah. when you're dependent on Jay Jetta and Brandon Cooks getting the ball from Kirk Cousins and whoever the fucking quarterback is at, in Houston. Yep. It shows that when they don't get him the ball, it's going to affect their numbers immensely. When even though his his running backs that aren't that great with Ezekiel Elliott and James Conner, you know they're always going to get decent numbers, and they did fourteen and set like eight and eight point seven. I mean, better than both the wide receivers. Like this is just an example. This is just why we choose as a, as a podcast group to go running back heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like especially as the running backs get like thinner and thinner as the years have gone, like this year being the worst one yet. I feel like that's just the way to do it. Yeah, um, I agree. I have to agree with my snake 100%. Um, I, I want to literally go through Fab in like two minutes, but this pod has gotten really long. Yeah, sorry, um, Lamar Jackson's bad. Yeah. Um, all right, so just quick Fab stuff. Um, there was some lower-key stuff that happened, um, but I mean, I think I think the ones most worth talking about are, um, at least I'm trying, Matt Higgins paying $20 for Matt Collins um, from the Raiders. He had 30 points last week. Um, I mean, Matt's team doesn't look great, so I mean, I, I guess you got to spend money to, to to kind of gamble a little bit. But like, I just don't. It's not like, just last week. I do have to say one thing about Matt Collins. Last week he did pop off to his full potential, but the week before he did get eight targets for five receptions and sixty six yards. For, okay, okay. So like, 
it hasn't just been a one-week fluke. It has been, you know, multiple. And week one, he saw one reception for one target, and then it just jumped back to back to back weeks for great numbers. I don't know why. Well, Hunter Renfro was out with a concussion. That can, you know, that can, that that can be why. Yeah, see, see, yeah, we'll kind of do it. Like that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I mean, like, like I get it. Like I'm not gonna say it's a bad that, move. But, like, I'm gonna say crazily that I think that's a terrible move because if he's about to lose and go back into that one target for one reception for 16 yards because that guy's about to come back and take his role, I do not see the reason to drop twenty dollars in fab. I mean, I'm not even gonna look at it as like the Mac Hollins. Specifically, him. I just think the concept of like, oh, like I don't like the way my team's looking. I am like, like I have a shit ton of fab. Like, I, like I'm gonna throw a little money at it. I'm not saying I like it. I'm not saying it's a good move. I'm saying like I get it, and you know what? You know, I I, un- I understand why he did this. One more vote. One more reason why I don't like it is I would not drop twenty percent of my fab on a guy I'm not gonna keep for more than half the season. That's just me that's fair. talking about it. No, no, no. See, I agree. That, I, that, I agree. So that's my last reason. This guy will be taken over by Hunter Refro because it's only concussion protocol, which means he probably will be back this next week or the week after. So the $20 is literally not going to be spent at all unless he's going to consistently get those numbers as the wide receiver three. Maybe. I could be wrong. No, no. no, <laughs> I, I feel, no, no I'm with you. I'm with you. That's, um, that's my reason. But if Hunter Refro was out for six weeks, I would drop $20 too. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. Yeah, but because I think he's coming back. Yeah. But um, the other one, um, sixteen dollars from D One's finest on Greg Dorch. Um, I think that like this is actually a great pickup. I'm like, yeah, I'm for cheaper than than Matt Collins. I mean, I know we talked about like like Cardinals receivers and guys coming back and whatever. But I mean, like if he's picking this guy up to be on his bench, and he's got 13, 15, and seventeen points in the last three weeks. I mean, that that seems like more of of a safer, more consistent bet to me than than, than Hollins. So I'm, I don't mind it, and again, Z's team is like not fucking great right now. So like, why not throw some money? I'm gonna, you know? I'm gonna be the devil's advocate again to you. Real quick. I, I like it. Challenge um, me. Dorch is only popping off for the same reason that Hollywood Brown is, because they've all moved a wide receiver slot up because the wide receiver one or the wide receiver above them is not there. No, that's valid. So I think Dorch is a great pickup. But again, you're dropping – how much did he drop? 15, 18? 16. 16. He dropped 16% of his budget on a guy he's not even going to be using in his starting lineup at all. He's going to drop them because he's not even going to get the points because Marquise is going to slide down to George's level, George's level, which I love because this is what I'm, I'm seeing as my, my floor for Hollywood Brown. I'm looking, I'm looking at it because he's going to f- flow down to this position. And – that's just what I see. I would not drop 18% of my fab on a guy that's not going to consistently drop this level because he's just going to lose it to another guy. But, but I mean, but the, the volume's there. The volume's pretty much there. I mean, nine. Second week, he had four, but then he had a touchdown that week. And then this the past week, he had 10 targets. So it's like, I just think that, like, like the volume's there and, and like, four, like, just adding him to the bench and a guy that, like, like he could flex next week if he wanted to, if you want to look at the numbers and say that. I, I just think that, that like... Like, like, I think, like, because of the fact that, like, it's a guy he might not start, it's just kind of nice to, to, like, have someone where, like, he doesn't have to start him, though. He doesn't have to start this guy, but I think he could. So. And you never know. Hollywood, Hollywood Brown could get hurt, and that guy could be the wide receiver one. True. I mean, and his team's bad, and he just got to do something. You know, like, I'm, I can't be 100% a hater all the time. I'm just letting you know the devil advocate. You got to be a little devil's advocate, actually. <laughs> um, other than that, it was kickers and things like that. Um, 
I did pick up um, Tyler Algier, the rookie from the Falcons, because why not? Why not? Um, and then I was oh, and Brandon did pick up Tyler Conklin, who I'm pretty sure is like a top like. Yeah, he's the third-ranked tight end. So I, I did see him sitting there. I was like, I'm not going to do it. But, yeah, Tyler Conklin from the Jets is the third-ranked tight end. Yo, Zach Wilson's back. We're going to see a different Jets team. Brees Hall in the mix. We're going to see. We're going to see a little different Jets team. We'll love some Brees Hall. All right, we need to wrap up. Yeah, well, it's, been, it's been a minute. It's not. It's been an hour and a half. It's been a long pot. Honestly, sitting in the Chrysler hasn't felt like a long time. Because I've just been going back and forth with the snake. Because I was literally tweaking out about Lamar Jackson over <laughs> Eli Manning. Like that. I'll tweak out for forever. I don't think he's going to go. Honestly, please, like, like everyone like in the in the fantasy chat, and if you're not in the league and you're listening to this, I don't know if there's anyone out there doing that still. Um, just just like message or something, and 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 tell us what you think about Eli Manning. Yeah, who Lamar was that? Jackson. Was it Matt Cooper that said he loved the pod? Yo, yo, Matt Cooper, if you're still listening to the pod, bro, either shoot us an email. <laughs> Or or message the Instagram. Yeah, shout out or make out. Shout out or fucking make out. <laughs> shout out or make out, bro. Forever. All right. Uh, I'm I'm out. This this is the snake. I'm the weasel. Get the hell out of here. Peace.